So we're going to uh, get more on this uh, from Grethel Mutau, Chartered Accountant and Development Economist. Good morning, Grethel. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to the listeners, and thank you for having me again this morning. Grethel, let's start uh, by uh, looking at what uh, the World Bank and the IMF are saying. Um, now, they are reducing the projected GDP growth for South Africa um, for this year and next. What is the impact of that on uh, the low-growth environment? Mm. Uh, Sakina, uh, unemployment is, uh, is unfortunately one of the beneficiaries of um, the situation of low-growth environment. Indeed, the World Bank has reduced its growth projections from, uh, for this year. Initially, they had 1.4%, and they're projecting, projecting 0.8%. And, and, and this follows uh, on um, the IMF from last week, where they reduced the, the growth projections to 0.7%. And we also saw the South African Reserve Bank following suit almost, um, but they... they, they um, the growth projection is 0.9%. Now, it's, it's, it's very interesting that the National Treasury currently still sits, sits at 1.7%, but this is expected to be reduced when the uh, minister delivers his um, budget speech um, on the 24th of February. Now, Sakina, these numbers are nowhere close to 5% uh, per annum, which is what was predicted by the National Development Plan in 2012. Now, this 5% was meant to reduce unemployment, which currently sits at 26.4%. It was meant to reduce unemployment um, to, um, to the level of 6% in 2013. And, and considering the fact that at the moment, youth unemployment is 36.9%. So, Sakina, we are nowhere from um, addressing unemployment with these current levels of, um, uh, of growth. Now, um, if you look at the IMF report, they're actually suggesting that if South Africa is going to turn the situation around, we actually should be looking at 7.8% uh, growth levels from 2017 onwards. Now, um, you know, there, there will be a few things that uh, um, as a country, not only as government, but as a private sector, as individuals that we're going to have to do because this economy really needs to be safe. What this means, Sakina, is that very few people are unemployed, as I mentioned, and a lot of people are being trapped in this continuous cycle of, um, of poverty. Um, unemployment, it exacerbates uh, um, inequality, and inequality is known to cause and create discontent and instability. So, you know, we don't really want to find ourselves, as a South Africa, um, being in a, 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 um, an unstable country. Indeed, and tough times. Um, but also, um, are there immediate, medium to short-term solutions to address this endemic employment? You see, education, Sakina, is, is one such area. Yes, government is doing some work. We know that it still, um, it still faces significant challenges. The private sector must get involved within the education system. Um, you and I, um, you know, if, if we volunteer and, and, and spend a Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning at a school teaching English, teaching math, teaching um, whatever subjects that could benefit the schooling environment, um, I think those are the sort of initiatives that are welcome. But what I want to highlight, Sakina, uh, uh, this morning is the issue of entrepreneurship. Um, the, the Global Entrepreneurship Monitor indicates that South Africa has a, a very low level of entrepreneurship. Now, we know that small, medium uh, enterprises is where the jobs will, will be created. 
uh, in this economy, not from the big organizations. Now, from the policy perspective, uh, there are certain things that uh, I think are important that we need to look at. Firstly, the social norms and cultures around what is considered as employment, which is that, um, that provides stable um, monthly income, um, you know, that, uh, the environment that does not encourage risk, we need to, to start looking at that. And that, in my view, it really should start at a very early stage uh, um, of development, including at the, school, at the school environment. And, of course, this needs to be coupled with uh, critical thinking. We need to change in terms of the way we, we're, teaching our, we're delivering our education system, um, um, at, you know, which is, at the moment, it's, really, uh, it's not really solution-focused. So that is one uh, area, I think, at the policy level. But at an individual level, I mean, one of the most critical success, success factors of uh, entrepreneurship, uh, Sakina, is networks. Uh, they say in net, you know, within uh, uh, networks um, that you're able to access seed capital, you're able to access coaching and mentorship, and indeed, uh, uh, um, you know, when, you, when small organizations and, and uh, big organizations are in partnership. Smaller companies tend to benefit more. And, and, and networks will have to be across the race, across cultures. Uh, and so people would have to make sure that they become empowered in terms of how do you network, um, you know, and, and, and uh, um, established businesses will also have to be very pro- proactive in, this, in working in this partnership to make this entrepreneurship become a reality.